Hello and welcome to Axlander, a podcast about and for all of you who have left their home to find a new one abroad. In today's episode, I want to discuss why you might feel like an alien when you visit your home country and why it is so hard to redefine the place you want to call home. After years of living abroad, the idea of playing a tourist in your own home country suddenly becomes so real that it is not a far-fetched statement to say that you're actually experiencing a reversed culture shock. And therefore, it is super important to start with three obvious but brutally honest statements. First, home has changed. Second, you have changed. And third, life back home is going on without you. And as long as you're able to accept this and be okay with it, everything might get a bit easier for you. So um, the longer you live abroad as an expat, the less involved in and up to date you're able to be with things that go on back home. And there's only so much you can divide your attention between two countries too. So trying to live a normal life in a foreign country alongside maintaining some sort of connection with your past home on a daily basis is simply asking for a lot. Like it's a challenging task and it's quite hard to do. So in other words, after a while, there comes a point where you're not involved enough in either country. Like you're constantly sitting on two chairs and that can make you feel like a foreigner in your own country, a place that was supposed to be so familiar to you. And what are the consequences of this? Because at the same time, despite the fact that we all naturally sort of lose some of the connection with our past homes, um, when we move abroad, it doesn't really mean that our degree of integration in a new country is then somehow greater. So the consequences of this are that still there are so many or there will still be many things that you may still be figuring out in your new home country. And you've become this sort of a different version of the same person in two places. So there is you and you might think that you're still the same person but quite frankly you can never really wipe the slate clean of everything which came before you moved abroad um, before you moved abroad or everything that came after you moved because there are bits and pieces of your upbringing of your schooling of your personality traits and love life and traditions and all this bag of values um, in life that you sort of bring along and that have shaped you as a person. And this is something that suddenly might seem not as clear because you're thinking you're the same person, but you have actually changed so much. And this experience abroad has changed you to that extent that you no longer can fit in the world back home because that has been developing on its own without you and your experiences are different to those who stayed. So let's say you've booked your travels for holidays back home and you're excited. You can't wait to finally see your relatives, your friends, visit all the familiar places, go to your favorite cafe or take a walk in the park where you used to play as a child. Like you have this plan and you're literally counting days to go and leave. And most probably you work, so you're going to use your annual leave for this while your local colleagues are probably booking a hotel at the seaside or they plan to go camping or hiking. And you're painting this image in your head how everything is finally going to be familiar 
and you'll be able to communicate clearly and people will understand the subtle nuances of your humor. And yes, these are some of my experiences. However, when I share them with all the expats I know in various countries, um, when I sh I've shared those throughout the years, everyone kept nodding their head in approval and they were like, yeah, this is exactly me. This is exactly, this is the exact description of how I perceive going back home. And so uh, you get home. So you get home finally after scheduling your travel and paying for it for some people who have to travel long distance across the globe on different continents. This might even become a financial burden. Um, and you, you expect, and I would stress here, you wrongly expect everything to be the same. The same when you, uh, as you left but you might have left like 10 or 15 years ago and suddenly you see that while driving through your city or neighborhood or a little town again, um, they're building a new theater building or a shopping mall here and tearing down your old elementary school there. There's so many new things happening and even if you randomly follow some of the media in your country, you're physically not there, like you're absent, you no longer live the daily routines and lives of the locals there, because you're doing all that already somewhere else. Um, and that may even be, uh, there may even be um, new members of your extended family, babies born and new partners of your relatives whom you have never met. And all those weddings you have missed and friends throwing great parties you never attended and birthday celebrations you just couldn't be a part of because of the distance. All this, at some point, you might even feel guilty because of all this, like when everyone is, uh, when everyone in your family is talking about how hilarious Uncle Sixty's birthday party was, you're the one odd one out like you're left out of the jokes and you can only hear well that's when you weren't there and of course moving abroad was your choice and as I said this podcast is not focused on people who fled and were forced to settle abroad because of a political situation or a war however people back home still probably won't understand those feelings you have for them it is often hard to imagine that your life abroad you voluntarily chose is not always a great fun because in their words you're living abroad you must be having so much fun and um, this is quite interesting because I've read somewhere on a travel blog and uh, I think that's so true that very many expats or even normal people who don't travel um, who fantasize about moving abroad have bought into the idea of life in a foreign country as some sort of a non-stop vacation so um, you know that it is not like that, but some of the locals on both sides in your new country and in your home country might still feel this way. Like they perceive you as a person who is probably like, you know, nonstop holidaying somewhere else and having this great, much great, great fun and so much fun abroad because you're traveling. But honestly, I don't know where this idea comes from, really. It might be that social media nowadays and a booming travel industry have had, let's say, a big role to play in perpetuating the idea that everything is just great and fun and wonderful the minute you get on a plane to start with your international life. Like, it, it has this um, reputation of being something special and exotic, but you know uh, very much that it is not like that. 
So you have changed and the people at home has changed and the people back home have changed. And it's not only a natural change as we all go through some kind of a process of change with age and in various stages of life. But this international experience has changed you to such an extent that you actually feel like a foreigner in a place where everything should make so much sense in your home and yet because you had to adapt to a completely new way of life somewhere else and it cost you energy and time and rediscovering new ways of doing things, readapting to how things are back home is another challenging and sometimes even exhausting process. So why is it that when you talk to some of your home buddies about your life abroad, um, you don't find much to talk about and with your next visit back home you will be glad when you don't meet anymore and this sort of whole communication suddenly sort of fades away and perhaps the next um, or the, the other part of that or the other participant of that conversation, let's say your friend who stayed back home is also going to be grateful that he or she no longer has to uh, politely say yes to a meeting where there is not much really to share and to talk about. Um, or perhaps you decided to relocate back home after decades abroad, so you're not only visiting but you're planning to settle and you're settling back where you actually come from and you're finding people to connect to. And after the, those years, um, those old friendships from your childhood and school years, they have faded away and... Um, some other locals, and this is so true, also vice versa, when in your new foreign country. So this applies to both the situations in your foreign country and in your home country. Some of those people just aren't interested in any new friendships, like they have no space for new people in their lives. They might not understand the whole international experience and why you would leave behind the safety and comfort of everything you know. And these are the people who would say, oh, you, you know, like, you're so brave. I mean, I couldn't do that. I could never move abroad. But these people are not necessarily those that uh, would understand that, that you'd really like to connect to. And this applies to trying to make friends abroad with the locals as well. As I mentioned, they mostly just cannot relate to it and they don't understand you. So, yeah, life goes on without you and everybody evolves back home. And you can either take it as it is and try to look for some solution because you cannot really change it. Or you can keep being said about it and keep doing the same again and again and again and get disappointed again with every other vi visit. And you, uh, it might even drive you insane. Like Einstein said, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and um, expecting different results. So you don't really want to be doing that. And lots of foreigners I know have said that holidays at home are actually no real holidays and I can completely relate to this. Like everyone expects them to pay them a visit. So they end up running around different households, sometimes even nervous that soon after they have just finished the delicious cake at Granny's and had a few sips of tea with their aunt and uncle, they should be rushing to the next appointment with their brother or sister downtown only to find themselves totally exhausted at the end of the day because they had also a few administrative errands to run in a bank or post office, bureaucracy stuff and so on and so forth. 
And then there are those sulky text messages from your cousins whom you perhaps see only once a year at uncle's birthday party why you haven't let them know you were visiting and all those guilt trips of trying to please everyone but not having much time to do that really you know enjoy your holidays like all that will come in and so you rush in bad traffic to a next appointment at which your high school friend really wanted to see you um, and Uh, that person has reserved a whole half an hour at the other end of the town only to have a quick chit chat with you and then scrolling the Instagram feed in the meantime. So um, this all gets a, a, a new, uh, I mean, visiting home gets a whole new picture and it's not always that great. But of course you want to be with your loved ones and you want to spend quality time with your relatives. And after all, you have invested all this time and energy to plan and schedule and pay and organize the trip and then schedule all the appointments there with other people. Because of course, everyone back home also has their life, so they need to know when to pencil you in. And then you end up asking yourself whether booking a week at a beach resort or a chalet in the mountains uh, weren't actually a better option to relax and actually have your holidays from work. Of course, it would be way easier, but then you would be missing your family. So the best is if situation allows it to do both. So this is really well worked for me. Um, uh, worked well for me. Um, book some part of holidays somewhere else and then get ready for, uh, for some time off from work spent in your home country. Also, you can suggest to your family members or close friends to visit you more often there where you live when health and financial situation allows it. Um, it shouldn't be a problem. You have gone all the way to be with them and they can reciprocate and do the same for you. You can then experience your new country through their eyes that don't see things the local way. Like this is exciting. The way you have already adapted yourself to, like you're seeing it already from that daily routine perspective. Uh, but there are tourists in that country and you can explore new places together. And that is great. Of course, if you have a family relative who is elder, elderly and, for instance, cannot really travel that freely or at all, you might want to compromise and switch times. So let's say once you will travel home and another time some family member will visit you. And to make it a relaxing experience, you may, you may also only want to spend time with your immediate family and the closest friends exclusively and nobody else like that. Um, you might have filtered a certain amount of unnecessary stress when you were running around like mad trying to fit into everyone's schedule. So there are ways you can reconnect with your family, pick up where you left with some of your old close friends, but it requires way more effort and energy than had it been in a normal setting of everyone living in one country. And going back home will then transform or might then transform from a rather stressful experience and set agendas to a pleasant quality time spent in a circle of your beloved ones and places that might have changed during the years but your memories stayed um, are still as beautiful as, as once before. So to sum it up really, 
if you sometimes do feel like an alien when you come back home, disconnected to everything happening there, seemingly, don't worry, it is completely normal and there is hardly any foreigner who wouldn't experience this, at least for a certain amount of time. Yeah, so that's it for today and I'll be looking forward to catching up with you in the next episode. Thank you for listening, stay tuned and have a great day. Bye!